This episode of The View from the Rock is brought to you by Sign Dog Northwest. They're your source for custom banners, signs, boat names, fleet graphics, and more. Custom design services available. Welcome to the View from the Rock podcast. I'm your host, Ruck, here with Papa Swappa and Morgie in the Yellow Dog Studios. Uh, we are joined also by a longtime listener and a friend of the show, uh, Roscoe Metcalf. And, uh, you know, he might yell some things in the background every now and then, so we apologize for that. But I'm sure it'll be um, very edifying what he says. Uh, today, we have a bunch of things to talk about related to Thanksgiving. Uh, we are going to have some mailbag shout-outs. We're going to have a musical genre that is our TV show theme songs. And we're going to have a top three that is top three Thanksgiving foods. Swap, how are we doing? Doing great. This is uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite times of the year. Half day today. we got a four and a half day vacation we're gonna have some great food tomorrow it's a great weekend of football coming up i think we'll touch on some of these things here later in the podcast mr morgenthaler 100 percent agree we are uh, on a four-day break super excited um i'm excited for all the football this weekend it's gonna be a great weekend of football starting tomorrow night really with the niners and seahawks i would love to just get that upset tomorrow night i i'm confident i'm 70 30 really yeah, and I'm usually not confident, so that makes me uncomfortable. So does that mean that you are going to do pick the Seahawks on your weekly pick? Um, possibly. Wow. Sometimes I try to reverse jinx when I make my picks. <laughs> that is unforeseen. That's a that's a good word. I would say your use of that was sublime. Thank wow. you. Yeah, Jason, you sound so smart all of a sudden. What's the deal? And, and you're, you guys are wearing off on me. It's about time. Hey, also, we have a special announcement. We this is big. This is this is if you are a friend of the podcast, you know this has been a day we've been waiting for for a long time. Would you it's, like to tell it's us? It's been more? a long time coming. We have a new sponsor, Merle Inc. For real. For real. So after <sighs> this episode, he's gonna get less airtime. That makes sense. Tell us a little more, a little more about Merle Inc. Yeah, uh, this episode is also brought to us by Merle Inc. They're a premier custom home builder in the Clee Elm area and a proud featured home builder in Sunkadia Resort in Tumble Creek. Their homes speak for themselves. Would you say that it is he, Merle, is one of the finest builders in the Northwest? I can't disagree. Would you say he's the top three builder? Maybe we should do top three builders in a future episode. Well, we know two of them. We do. <laughs> Jeff is uh, a, a great friend and just got back from his house, and it was nice for him to step up to the plate finally. And you're wearing a Merlink sweatshirt. Not only is he a great builder, he has tremendous swag. And the swag is also the Merlink logo was built by Sign Dog. Well, and speaking of swag, I mean, right now, the swag that we have with our stickers from Sign Dog Northwest are unmatched. They're amazing. The last the last uh, rendition of the View from the Rock logo came out earlier this week on a sticker. Um, and it's probably... It's spectacular. Yeah. Unrivaled. Jarring. 
stupendous. <laughs> if you're wondering what's going on with all of these adjectives, uh, I think we've had some some comments, uh, maybe from Mailbag, maybe from Not, about uh, how we can improve our vocabulary, or at least I think some of us could improve our vocabulary. We got some feedback from Big Chris. Yeah, Big Chris. You know, he 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 doesn't like amazing that much. So but Big Chris, the Beaver game was amazing, absolutely Ooh. amazing. Wow. He still hasn't talked to me. Well, it's he's a bitter beaver. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I think our lar- our, our large word usage is going to be sometimes on script and always aspirational. So hopefully we can we can increase our vocabulary. Speaking of mailbag, um, you can send us questions, comments, or suggestions to theviewfromtherock at gmail.com. And we've already had some comments and suggestions. Swap, what have we heard so far? Well, I, our inbox really has been blowing up. Um, we had we found out that there is a new brewery that I think uh, friends of the podcast would be interested in. What is the name of that brewery? Yellow Dog Brewery. And where is that located? Port Moody. In beautiful British Columbia. Mm. So a nice little 90-minute drive, maybe two-hour drive. To Port Moody. Yeah. Love it. So we're going to... I think a road trip is probably in order. Not this weekend. Is it Thanksgiving in Canada this weekend? I do not know that answer. Um, when is the Grey Cup? Did they have the Grey Cup? Do you know what the Grey Cup is? Man, there's a lot of I know Canada-based questions here. I, I know, know that their Independence Day is on the 1st of July, and that's where my knowledge of Canada stops. I, um, I know what the Grey Cup is. Well, I know it also, what it also, yeah, it's the championship for their Canadian football Oh, league. well, you didn't say it at first, so I just thought maybe you asked you didn't when know it the, was. I don't oh, know when oh, it is. Do have you? they had it? Um, I do not know when it is. Because their season, somewhere a few years ago, they started their season earlier than it used to be. How many Canadian football teams can you name? Oh, my gosh. Well, I know that there, I don't think there are now, but there used to be two Rough Riders. One that was two words and one that was one. I think one was Ottawa and the other Saskatchewan. BC Lions. Yep. There you go. Um, Calgary Stampede. No. Stampeders. Okay. The Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, the Montreal Alouettes. Ooh, that's a good one. I what is an Alouette? An Alouette, I think, is like a Buckeye or maybe a Hoya. How do you spell that? I can spell that for you, but... I don't want to bore the listeners. Uh, we did just find out that Canadian Thanksgiving is actually October 14th. Whoa. And I don't know if it just what? fell on that day this year. Why? That's, that's puzzling to me. Wow. You are like a thesaurus over there. You know, I prefer our day for Thanksgiving, even though I'm sure they're both kind of made up, because it gives us a month, three months in a row, with like big holidays that people are actively celebrating. We've got Halloween, October 31st, Thanksgiving, which is in November, the last Thursday. Is that when it is? Yeah. Yeah. The last Thursday of November. Well, what is tomorrow? Thursday. What's the date? Ooh, that's not, it's the third Thursday. The 23rd. What's the third Thursday? Because next Mm, Thursday is the 30th. 
So wow. it's always the third Thursday. We should do top three holidays. You know, we should also probably do top three things I forgot. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so big weekend in sports. We talked about the Seahawks game, the Apple Cup, huge oh. stakes oh. this year. We moved up to four. A long overdue. We should be higher. What'd you say about Cannell? He said uh, that we should be number two. Yeah, and he's a Florida State guy. Yeah. This is going to be the last time, at least for the next five years, that we get the Apple Cup on this weekend. It's going to be earlier in the it's season going, to going be forward. Early September. Yeah. And our, then next year it's going to be at Lumen Field. Our last oh, game of the year site. now is going to be Oregon UW. Every, that's our rivalry. Every year. Yeah. Are they going to have a name for it? I don't know. They don't. They can't say the Civil War now. They should call it the Border Clash. That's what we used to call the Oregon Washington cross country meet for high school. Why can't they call it the Civil War? They changed it. Were people offended? Yes. I think we discussed this by the word "civil" and "war." <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's a big game. We did talk about yeah, it, right? We, did. <laughs> we got uh, our local high school team. Semifinals against yeah. Enum Claw, the so, Hornets. Sort of clashes at the same time. You're going to have to make some decisions there. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, I want to support the high school team, but it's going to be tough to leave the Apple Cup. Yeah. NFHS, a little plug. I know. Streaming's amazing. So is it only on NFHS and not YouTube? Correct. I think once it hit the semifinals, teams couldn't use their local uh, streaming whatever. So it's on NFHS now. Gotcha. I so think that was a thing a few days ago. My it, prediction. Which, of, but, which, by the way, it costs to subscribe to NFHS. So just be prepared if you're planning on tuning in online. You're going to have to pay $15 bucks or something like that. Yeah. And then you can cancel. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 31-17 Seahawks. I think we're going to hammer them. You, you, th- you think it's... I've been saying it all along. I just think we're way better than everybody else. What about Tumwater? I think we're way better than Tumwater. What is Tumwater's mascot? It's uh, they're green. I think they're Thunderbirds. I could be wrong about that. I I definitely know they get called the T Birds, which would be Thunderbirds. I don't know if it's Thunderbirds and then abbreviation T Birds or what. But can you like name that. an alumni from Tumwater that is currently playing in the NFL? Oh yeah, I can. Easy. Go ahead. He caught passes and touchdowns from Tom Brady. Yes, he did. K. Dotton, UW alum. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You threw me with Tom Brady. His grandpa was the coach. Legendary, legendary coach. coach. Sid yeah. on most winningest football coach in state history, I believe. Right? Would that be more than 300 wins? I don't know. Why? You have someone else you think is? No. I mean, no. football, you only get 10 a year. Yeah. Maybe. So it's tough to tough to get big numbers like you would in other sports. Uh, down in the greater Olympia area, uh, a lot of the neighboring schools feel like Tom Water recruits and does boundary things yeah. and well that makes them even worse i agree and they're green i can't i hope we play them i hope first of all i hope we win um we are going to cancel our aau swish games next saturday because every team wants to go and our fourth grade coach said well the whole town should show up well Tumwater is going to hammer north Kitsap. they just are and we're gonna hammer Enum Claw. So what's your what's your score <clears throat> for the Enum Claw game? Yeah, um, forty eight twelve. Wow. So two extra point misses. 
Um, maybe uh, maybe uh, falling behind, going for two kind of thing. I don't know. I'm just making that up. 48-12, I feel good about that. I'm excited for uh, just everything about sports right now in our town. It's buzzing. It's the golden era. It is. We big, live in the golden big era. Big year. Uh, I think we also have some mentions for some shout outs for loyal listeners uh bob and reese vokes oh and yeah and sarah uh, sarah saunders love to have them as listeners a uh, shout out if you're listening we appreciate you uh we ready to we get got one more i we got added. one more brad oh, sokol oh yeah he's been listening lately yeah it's about time yeah yeah uh, real quick though we got a concert sunday night we do sunday's a big one dirty honey and i think 10 years from now we're going to be saying do you remember when we saw dirty honey at the showbox because they're going to be playing big venues. Showbox is a great venue. It's a great venue. Great lighting. Especially for, I feel like, for rock bands. There's just a dingy, dirty griminess to that yeah. place. There, it's going to be fun. Are we going to go up into the uh, VIP lounge where we got a bunch of Rainier beer for the White Buffalo? I have not made that purchase yet. Maybe I should look into that. Maybe we talk about that this weekend in our spare time. Yes. Showbox so, has a VIP lounge? Well, VIP one. is a term used loosely. It's They have some tables up above the floor where you can sit. And there's only one. Wow. Like one group. Yeah. And we were the group for the White Buffalo. Yeah. And how do you get that? Just paying more money? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Heather. Yes. Nice. Sign Dog's wife. I feel uh, it's kind of ironic. Not ironic, but... The abbreviation for VIP, it just means very important person. Well, that explains it. <laughs> a bunch of very important people. That's happened a lot in our lives. Yeah, I'm sure it has. Um, musical genre. We ready? Yes. Okay. For our musical genre this week, it's a little bit different. Um, we're going to be talking about the top TV show theme songs. And there's a lot of different ways that you could go about that. Obviously, if a show is popular, then its song was probably pretty well known. But like, for example, thinking about Seinfeld, you know, its song is like not that big of a deal. It's not something that even fans of the show are probably really thinking about and remembering. So, But when you hear that sound... You know it. Immediately. Yeah, absolutely. The Seinfeld sound? Yeah. Yeah, you know that's very distinct. Yes. What would be another one? Can you think of another little instrumental opening that you might associate with a song? I hate to put you on the spot there. I mean, like, if I heard it, I'd know it, and it's instrumental? Yeah, because, you know, Seinfeld isn't really a song. It's just some little riff. Um, I mean, I've got a list of ones that maybe aren't instrumental songs, but if I heard them, well, one comes to mind, actually. X-Files, that's ooh, instrumental. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I, a great, great ooh, I like, right there. That was a great show. A little, little whistle along? <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking Law & Order. Oh, yeah. When that that drops, dun, 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 dun. yeah, I was I'm not a big fan of Law and Order. Oh. Not really. So have you, you did zero. What about Law and Order SVU? <laughs> My mom watches that. Mariska Hargitay. Oh, what yeah. a great time to bond. She's with your currently mother. probably watching it right now on yeah. Channel Three. Good for Ion. her. It's a show where you can watch reruns all of, day. She watches it all day. And the you, Bless you, her. Law and Order is one of those shows where you kind of watch it and you kind of are not totally watching it, but you're yeah. watching it. And then another one comes on again and you think, I think I've seen this one before, but I'm not sure. So what was the um, maybe serial killer show? 
Dexter? Dexter? No, like that's uh, got a good one on TV. Criminal Minds. Yeah, yeah. I was big into that. I really liked it. It was too much for Mrs. Swap, so mm-hmm. we had to stop watching it. But it was creepy. I mean, it was for for network television. It was right on the edge of what you could probably. I will put a hundred dollars down right now if we called my mom. She's watching Criminal Minds or Law and Order, SVU. Maybe at the break. Yes. Okay, so let's get into some of these, Ruck. Yeah, any of these that stand out to you that uh, you think are at the upper echelon of? Because there's so many, we won't be able to put them all on a list. We couldn't fit them all on a show. So, readers, happily, please send yeah. us things that we missed at the view from the Ruck. Sorry, the view from the Rock. Wow. At gmail.com. Who's full of himself? I should, today. I should make an alternate email. Oh my God. For yeah. viewers are you who just want to get in touch with you me. You just did that I understand. on purpose. You did that no, on purpose. That I get was it. Branding. You know, if you want to, you know, reach out, we can talk. It's fine. Um, well, I think that the number one, probably undisputed number one, is Cheers. I think so too. Right? People just yep. know that one. Yeah. Where and every, it fits the show, it, you know? Where everybody knows your name. That's right. I mean, I would almost bet that there'd be kids in our classes that may be familiar with that. I Which, wonder who sang that. Oh. Uh, you, you know, I, I don't know. I was going to, I actually, when I looked it up, it did say, but I didn't write it down. Well, I wasn't very helpful. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that missed opportunity. Oh. oh. Happy Days? I wrote that one oh, down. Yeah. Mm. That's We're a great rock show. Around the clock tonight. No, I think that was I think it was um Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was a little the clock yeah, yeah, one. Join me hand. I thought you were doing a little Bill Haley in the comments no. right there. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's a good um, one. How about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Mm. Oh man. That might be a personal favorite. All the kids in our classes are a lot of them should know that one. Really? I would think so. I don't know. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I don't think p- people realize that the Fresh Prince and Will Smith are the are same the, person. That's possible. And Will Smith is not really uh, doing great right now. No, his 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 uh, his image has taken a, taken a couple hits in the last year. But it's funny. I was in the car with my daughter the other day listening to 90s on the 9 on Sirius Radio. And uh, getting jiggy with it came on. Ooh. And oh. I said, do you know the guy singing this is Will Smith, the actor? And she was like, what? Whoa. How do about... You, kids oh, don't know that no. he was a singer. No. I don't think they know that he is the Fresh Prince. That's crazy. I bet that kids don't know that Mark Wahlberg was a rapper. Yeah, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. How about... I bet you're impressed that I even knew that. I'm How impressed about, that you... Okay. Thank I really you. love... Thank you. I really love the... It's a little side note. Summertime. Oh yeah, by them. I was that, just thinking that. And didn't they do uh, by G- DJ yeah. Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff? Yeah. Well, and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch did uh, Good, Good vibrations. vibrations. Oh right. What was mm-hmm. the movie that Marky Mark was in before he was like really big, where he played like a stalker? I think Reese Witherspoon was in it. Do you remember that movie? Yes. What was the name of that movie? You're looking at the wrong person. Darn it! Over at me. Um, Ruck was ten when that came out. And then you got Donnie Wahlberg. That's probably pretty generous. Wahlberg. I, I doubt I was even 10. I think you were. Okay. We'll, we're going to look it up. Okay, we can do that. Hey, how about Three's Company? Mm-hmm. What is, how's that tune go? Can, can anyone sing it? Mm-hmm. Take a knock at my door. <laughs> nice. And there's okay, Little Echo. Good. Yeah. That was a great show. Jack Tripper. You had... Uh, you had Janet. Uh, Janet. Chrissy. Yeah. Suzanne Summers. Made she rest in peace. Oh, the, the Furleys. And then who was Jack's buddy? The guy that was just like, 
Larry. Larry, right? And he always, oh yeah. He always had Afro. like, yeah. Ooh. And then you had uh, uh, Don Knotts was Furley. No, Ro- he was Roper. Uh, Norman no. Fell was Furley. Was it backwards? That's yeah. a, that was a great show. That was a really good show. It was ahead of its time. Have you ever seen that show, Ruck? I've seen it, just not very often. You know, like the premise? Um, it was a, it's a guy that's living with three girls, right? Two. Or two girls, two. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, at that time... They're all single. Yeah. yeah. So the big thing was he was pretending he was gay for the landlord, oh, who first uh, was played by, I believe Norman Fell was first. And, and then, then Don, Don Knotts. Knotts. Gotcha. So it was always a and joke. And he always did this. Yeah. Uh, Jason is waving Sorry. his hand in the air yes. in some, I don't know what it means. Uh, we need video. With a bell. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. The, the Regal, Regal Beagle. Beagle. Yes. Yeah. And I imagine that's a that great name for a bar. The name Three's Company actually comes from the saying, Two's Company, Three's a Crowd. I believe that is a spinoff of that phrase. I got one more. For theme songs? Chips. So how did the theme go for that? Yeah, I was trying to remember. I don't know. Well, it it can't. You know, it showed them where they would uh, they would be on the highway, right? Yeah. yeah. Larry Wilcox and uh, Eric Estrada. Yeah. John Wilcox. I don't know. John Wilcox. I cannot name him. I know Eric Estrada. Yeah. Ponch and John. Yeah. Yeah. Poncharello. Do you know that's how Seven Mary Three created their name? I didn't know that until. A previous podcast because seven Mary three seven Mary four was uh, their names in chips. Oh, like over the radio their call sign. Gotcha. Um, you know, I was surprised when I was looking at songs that I would recognize and that were popular. How many cartoons there were? But, but I guess it's not too surprising when I saw all of them. I mean, I wrote down Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you remember that? Like no. just the the saying even like I think, it ended with uh, turtles in a half shell turtle power. That like, was it, probably when we were thirty and you were five. Yeah, so like you know, you're old enough to be my dad's. So maybe you're watching it with your kids. I don't know. I, I never watched that. Gener- I think the word that's a between generation. Okay, thing. I'm gonna throw out some more between generational things. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. That is a famous intro song. That it, is it, it fact. Is, is it? it? Yes. Yes. Um, let's see. What else did I write down? Oh, you had Flintstones. Yeah. That's famous. We watched that growing up. Yeah. What about the Jetsons? Oh, yeah. Meet George Jetson. Yeah. And uh, his just... wife, Jane. <laughs> Jane, his wife. Oh, yes. Dun, yes. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. The Jetsons totally. is his, pretty good. What was his... the dog, Leroy? Astro. Oh, well, who's the son? His boy, Leroy. Leroy. Yeah. Elroy. 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 Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Same letters. How about, and just made me think of uh, of uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. I don't know mm-hmm. why it made me think that. Yeah, they've got a song. Yeah. How, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. How there's, about? <laughs> there's a story about a man named Jed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. How about, um, for us, Scooby-Doo? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think there remember was stuff going goes. on in Scooby-Doo that we didn't realize at the time. Oh. <laughs> I think they were. <laughs> they have a Kiss movie, Scooby Doo and Kiss. Where was Kiss the villains? Maybe at the end. And then there's one with the Harlem Globetrotters. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what about The Simpsons? Another cartoon. That's a famous intro. I'm not a Simpsons guy, but oh. Family Guy. Does that man? I can't think. It of It has that a is. song. Okay. Well, yeah. 
That's my go-to. How about George of the Jungle? I didn't. There's a cartoon. I didn't see it. And a movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah, George, George, George of the Jungle. So the, yeah. Yeah. we're gonna bring up one right now that a lot of our audience, older audience, will know. And Ruck has never seen. No, I guarantee you I've seen it. Oh, okay. No, you're going to go with something else. No, I have not. Yep. Welcome back, Cotter. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. And that was, uh, I think the singer of that was John Sebastian. Hmm. That's That was a great show. It was a great show, a great song. Have you seen the show, Ruck? No. You'd like it. What's the premise? So the premise is um, Gabe Kaplan plays a guy named Mr. Cotter. Okay. And he has come back to the school where he went. And he's... New York. Yes, inner city. And he's teaching a class full of knuckleheads that uh, call themselves, or he calls them the sweat hogs. (laughs) It is. It's... it's (laughs) The main sweat hog is John Travolta. Whoa. Yeah. He plays Vinnie Barbarino. It's phenomenal. There's a guy named Arnold Horshack who raises his hand every time every time Mr. Cotter's about ready to get to an important point, Horshack interrupts him and raises his hand. Says, ooh, 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 which every teacher can identify with. I was gonna say, I think if he, I've heard you use the reference Horshack before. Yeah. Is there Washington? Freddie Boom Boom Washington. Yeah. Um Juan, These are some great names. Juan Epstein. Oh yes. It's a great show. It is. You need to watch an episode or two this weekend. All right. I'll make it happen. I thought when you were saying an older show that our older listeners would like, I thought you were going to say like the Jeffersons moving on up. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a great show. How about yeah. uh, Magnum P.I.? Yeah. And we talked earlier before the podcast about top three mustaches might be a good episode. I like it. Magnum Tom, P.I. Tom Selleck was like our parents... Um, the specifically the the women loved him like he was like 70s and early 80s he was number one i bet do you remember when he got an at bat in spring training with the tigers i think i remember that and he didn't look bad what was the movie he did where he was a pro baseball player mr 3000 yeah uh i'm gonna run through some ones that i wrote down that you guys didn't have on your list I've got a secret list over oh, here. So I was things. wondering how we yeah. can't see that. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't want you to take my thunder from me. So I wrote down, X-Files already said that, Law and Order, um, The Wire. Do you guys Ooh. watch The Wire? I haven't watched The I Wire. I have not. The I've intro heard to that it. is called Way Down in a Hole. It's a great song. Sounds it's sort like of a Alice jazzy Jane blues song. song. Yeah, totally. Uh, Sopranos? Yeah. Never watched. Whoa. You're not on the HBO bandwagon. I just have always kind of had it on like the list of things I'm going to watch. It needs to be, you need to move it on up. Well, I don't, I'm not doing much for the next four and a half days. That's true. It's going to take a long, I mean, there's dedication. How many episodes? Of which one? Sopranos? Yeah. It's got to be what? Six or seven seasons? A hundred. So is this a show that Mrs. Swap can watch? Could be, depending on how much. It's not as violent as probably. um, Criminal Minds. Okay. Breaking Bad. Did she watch Breaking Bad? She watched Bad? Breaking Bad. Then she can watch yeah. Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that that song's called Woke Up This Morning. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Game of Thrones. I think if we all heard that, we knew we would know immediately within the first second what song that is. I have not watched Game of Thrones. What? It's HBO again. You don't like HBO. 
What do you have against HBO? I like HBO. <laughs> I just huh? haven't watched those shows. Wow. Um, did you guys watch Scrubs? It was an old ABC. I, I like Scrubs. Yeah. Was so, that with uh, Zach Braff? Yeah. And Sarah Chalk? Yes. Um, so I'm No Superman was their song. That's a, yeah, that's a, and that was a good show. Yeah, super good. Um, Chappelle Show. Do you remember the song from that? Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show. I do not remember oh that song. Oh my gosh, but I love that show. That's, that was so yes. good. Um, Brady Bunch. Oh yeah. Iconic. Iconic. How about, oh, you got a couple more? I got a couple more. One of them, one I think will surprise you. Uh, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. That's big. Um, I watch that almost every day after school. Have we ever talked about best shows to watch after school when you were a kid? No, that's good. That I, I'm sure our list is going to be way different than yours. I'm yeah. going to have a hard time remembering some of these things. So I would also add to that, Mr. Rogers, his, his intro song, um, got Full House. Yeah. And here's the, okay, I'll say two more because then I've got two I know you won't think of. Night Rider. Oh yeah, see that was gonna. That's I, good. I actually, I want. I love that show. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. What a specimen. And yeah. then Frasier. Oh yeah. Uh, Toss salad, salad and scrambled, scrambled eggs. eggs. That was filmed in Seattle, correct? Yeah. I don't know if it was filmed there or not. Definitely takes place set there. there. Yeah. Oh, there a is Frasier? a reboot. Yeah, new Frasier show. I haven't watched it. Um, okay, here's the two. I don't think you guys would say. Sesame Street, man, that is a famous intro song. Can you guys recall that? No? Is that a TV show? That yeah, I can recall it now. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought maybe you would bring this one up. Hold up. I've got one more. Okay. Last one. The Drew Carey Show. Do you remember that Cleveland one? Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. yeah. Is he still the host of The Price is Right? Yes. And he was the owner of the soccer team. Oh, that's right. Correct. Yeah. 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 The rain? Yeah. Or was he? Yeah. You know, I was in the studio audience one time at The Price is Right. I did not know that. It did you have a special shirt? I did. I was I was with the Skagit Valley College volleyball team. That's another. Was that you and Nyans? Um, it actually was. Mrs. Nyans actually made it a couple years ago onto the show. She won. Whoa. Yeah. That's <laughs> hard to do. Oh, she well, won the sh or she won the she show won she won the showcase showdown. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Have you guys seen the documentary about the guy who gets on there multiple times? Yeah, that is that's wild fascinating. Stuff. That's Whoa. on Netflix. Yeah, you should watch it. It's like I don't you, recall the name of it. It's one of those. You know how you're going through the documentaries and you think that looks stupid, mm -hmm. and that's probably one of those. It's pretty compelling. It's like just a really smart guy who figured out like the way to get on there, and he could he had a spreadsheet full of every single price for every single item and would have them all memorized. So but how does he get called down? Well, that's the hard part because when you are lined up to go into the show, they have like the producer is out there With and he, he does like a, like a 10 second, pulls a group of five, all hyped up, and he's kind of like testing people for how good they would be if they got called up um, to contestants row. Yeah. And obviously I was not... You know, I didn't pass that test. But there are people there that you can see. They're all decked out, and you can see that they're going to bring some good energy. I, lo I love the $1. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Didn't, didn't you ever just one time want to just spin that wheel? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. how heavy is it? I know. And you got to get it at least once. And there's no practice. Yeah. You know. Did you? How about the time when like someone fell and got was underneath? What? Yes. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to that YouTube that at the break. Hey. So I thought, Ruck, you were gonna bring up Stranger Things. Well, no, I saw it on your list. So I was gonna let you. But okay. yeah, no, that's because I, I just wrote down a bunch of things. I I listen to the Stranger Things album sometimes, just in the background. It's good. Yeah. I got a couple uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Venus Flytrap. Les Nessman. Um, that's a great show. What was Lonnie Anderson's name on there? Um, it escapes me. That was not her name, really. I can't think of it. No, that was her, that's her real name, right? Lonnie Anderson, yeah. yeah. And then um, In Living Color. You mean they, like the, the... The show. The show. Yeah. Not the band. Correct. Living Color. Is it in Living Color? I think the band is Living Color. Yes. The show is in Living Color. Yeah. Mm. And did you say The Wonder Years? I did not, but that was on my list. And that was a Joe Cocker song, right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Good call. Swap? Um, don't Sleep on Mr. Belvedere. That was a good show. That's a show? Yeah. Is with, it, uh, it doesn't, it's not Don't Sleep On. No, that's not the name of the oh, show. It's but, Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> yeah. No. Have you the, seen that? The theme no. song. Don't Sleep On That Theme Song. I've never heard of it. You've never heard of Mr. Belvedere? Mm-mm. Christopher Hewitt. Well, you played, weren't born yet. He played like a butler for a family where Bob Euchre was the dad. You can't even make this stuff up. Bob Euchre. <laughs> now, he was an announcer for the, the Yankees? No. Or the Brewers. And he was also Brewers. the announcer in Major League. Okay. So he was the dad in the show Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere was like the butler of the family, and he was really the brains of the operation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Solving problems for the sure. kids. and Yeah. I don't know who Chris Hewitt is either. So He was an older British gentleman, or at least an actor that spoke with a British accent. Yeah. He Speaking played, of Bob Euchre, we're going to do, I think, a good one is top three broadcasters yeah sports yeah sports yeah, announcers yeah we had that suggested uh, that's a good by one listener john richardson john richards richards Oops, the only duck fan up. i like you get yeah. zero i get zero sorry john. sorry john yeah you know i was i was free willing enough that he's gonna be pissed at you he should be sorry. i know we're, we're unscripted that's part of the beauty of the show and sometimes the negatives rear their ugly head yeah I any own. more you got um facts of life 2d Joe Blair, Mrs. G, David. I don't know. Just throwing out name. Did you ever watch it... the Facts of Life? Mm. Oh my god! Oh my... This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally amazing. Yeah, uh, I got to go back to it. Yeah, I'm dumb, dumbfounded right now. How about now. Silver Spoons? That had a good. Uh... Have you ever heard of the Are show? Are you making up show titles at this point? No. So Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder. Do you know who that is? Okay, now you're making names up. These are not people. No, Ricky Schroeder was a famous child actor. I think as an adult, wasn't he in NYPD Blue? Yes. And uh, he his show was Silver Spoons. A rich kid. Um, he had everything you know he could want, but they would have these problems trying to, you know, his dad would try to buy his love. You know, oh. your typical yeah, eighties sitcom. I saw Ricky Schroeder at Disneyland when I was in 
Didn't he go crazy? Yeah. About COVID? I think so. Most child actors do. Right? We try to stay away from politics, though, here on View from the Rock. <laughs> oh, that kind of crazy. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of what you saw him at Disneyland. I did. I saw um, there was this little theme park in California I was with with my cousin Andy visiting Laura, a friend, and they have, like, miniature drag racing where you get strapped in. And I'm, I'm glad you said glad racing. Glad you finished it. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm standing in line buying tickets, and guess who is in front of me? Gary Coleman. Whoa. Oh, wow. Hey, speaking of. Mini and a mini. And he had like five, his posse, and they were in that show. Did he say what you're talking about, Morgie? <laughs> no. And I look at Andy, I'm like, hey, that's Gary Coleman. Uh, what you it, talking about, Willis? Is yeah. this an appropriate question? Were the people in his posse of a similar stature to him? Mm, no, but they were definitely... F- five foot. Okay. They weren't. They like did not six loom foot. over him. <laughs> Got it. Hey, we forgot to mention different strokes. Yeah. That's another great theme yeah, song. Yes. Well, did you, you see that show? Ruck? Oh, uh, different strokes? Yeah, yeah, because it was on like Nick at Night or Nick Classic or something like that, Nickelodeon of some kind. Hey, maybe the most famous theme song before we go away MASH. Yeah. Da-da. I have it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, what about the monkeys? That was a show. It was. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we're monkey around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good show. Yeah, Dave, Davy Jones. It was kind of a. It was a variety <laughs> was show good. that lasted like one season. Wasn't no, it, it was good. The monkeys were not bad. Uh, <laughs> the monkeys and they weren't bad. Musicians monkeys, the either. band or the yeah, show? No, the monkeys. They had a band. Their band, but they also had a show. Okay. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> they weren't. Ross bad. says it's awful. They were. They get zero. Okay. Hey, fine. So what about the Partridge family? I like the Partridge family. David Cassidy. Danny Bonaducci. You know, Danny lives in Seattle. Really? Yeah, he's a radio guy, 102.5 KZOK. Did they for, still play for like rock? 10 years? Uh, they do. So it's Danny and Sarah is the show. It's probably been 15 years. I'll be damned. Isn't that KZOK, The Rock? Yes. Wow. They really ripped us off there, didn't they? Well, back when we used I'm to listen kidding. to radio, it was KZOK, KSW, and the Canadian stations. 99.3, the Fox, 100.3, the Q, 107.7, the End. Yeah. 92.9, KS. KS, yeah. 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 You're calling out those radio stations like it's a bad Well, I still listen to the radio. Rock, do you know what the radio is? I dabble in the radio. I like... My favorite part of the radio is not having to choose a song. You know there's genres, the genre that they're going to give you, and they play something you like. I like when we drive over to Eastern Washington, just put on the radio and just press seek, and then it just randomly stops on 88.7. That's like radio roulette. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Satellite radio has been a game changer. Yeah, people above the age of 40 love satellite radio for sure. And so do people above the age of 50. <laughs> so you're saying you don't like it? I have nothing against it. I'm just not interested in paying for it. So you just plug your phone in? Yeah. Well, I use Bluetooth. You know what Bluetooth is? No. Okay. <laughs> and I know it's there's a cost, but it's like one of many bills that we have in our life. That it's you, true. You sign it's up $10. For it. You sign up for it and you don't even know you're paying for it. It's like two it. Starbucks a month. No big deal. It's You're the, right. I went, you know, I don't go there a lot anymore, but... 
I went there one time the last couple of weeks. It was $7 for a specialty coffee. Starbucks? Yeah. yeah. That's awful. Why don't you just get drip? I don't... No. Okay. I only buy 7-Eleven coffee. Yeah. That's like $1.89 or something. I know. Right? I'm not drinking any 7-Eleven coffee. Well, no, I'll take not. what I can get. No. Um, so we have a few more in here that I have not heard said, and I feel like we need to make sure we say them. Otherwise, there's going to be some comments sent to our email. Well, there's so many. The view from the rock at gmail.com. This has been a nice walk down memory lane. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to make sure we say friends. That is a very popular intro song. For so sure. I did write the, do you know, the, the Rembrandts. Yeah. Right. Uh, we also have Beverly Hills 90210. I watched that as a kid. I don't remember the intro song. Me either. You remember it was like, something like that. When That sounds like that could be a song. Yeah. Um, you you also wrote down taxi. Taxi was that? Was that? That was worse than mine. And something that's not on any of the lists, but is from my generation, and so I want to make sure that it said actually two of them. First one, the OC. Does anyone remember the OC? Oh yeah. Nobody my age watched the OC. Yes, we did. You didn't watch that. So that was. Wasn't that after Party of Five? Oh, I love Party of Five. On the same night? Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah, I don't know. Nev Campbell? Did you watch Party of Five? I didn't watch either of them. I'm just making sure we say them. And then, um, was it Grey's Anatomy? How to Save a Life? Oh, yeah. By Snow Patrol? Good song. Yeah, it's a great song. And then every song they would play during the episode of Grey's Anatomy would sound like, like if you're ever anywhere, you'll hear a song and they'll say, that sounds like a song they would play on Grey's Anatomy. Mm, That's true. Real, uh... Rolodex of popular music, probably. Um, I think we're ready to move on to beer of the week, which probably means it's time for a break first, right? All right, we'll see you after the break. This episode is brought to you by Sign Dog Northwest, your source for custom signs, banners, boat names, fleet graphics, and more custom design services available. This episode of the View from the Rock podcast is also brought to you by Merle Inc., the premier custom home builder in Cleelum area and a proud featured home builder in Suncadia Resort and Tumble Creek. Their homes speak for themselves. Welcome back to a view from the rock, the View from the Rock podcast. Uh, I'm your host Rock, and boy, we realized at break that we made some. Omissions, horrible omissions. As usual, we got into a rabbit hole that we didn't know the extent of until we were already nose deep into it. So, what are some things that we missed there? First one was Dukes of Hazard. That's yeah. my number one. We yeah, didn't even think that's big. It. That's big. And I watch that every day. Yeah, it was, I, just the good old boys. It's a great song. Daisy Duke. Yeah. Bo and Luke, Roscoe Pico, Trano. You sound like you've seen that before. <laughs> and then in the instrumental no. category, The Office. Oh, that see, that's a miss. I, I feel bad about that one. I thought of it. And you thought of it? I thought of it. I did, and I just didn't say it. Miami Vice. Oh, yeah. And then I personally thought of The A-Team. I don't know if anyone else oh, watched that, but yes. man, I yes. love that intro song. That that's was just, a good show. That was. was a good show. B.A. Baracus. TV yeah. shows are just different now. It was they were, like everybody in the country was watching the same thing at the same time. It's true. 
Uh, did we think of some other ones like Monday Night Football? Monday bum, Night bum, Football. Bum, 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 bum. Love it. Um, maybe deep who, bass there, Swapper. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, who's the boss? And there was there another who's show. Who's the boss? Dallas. Yeah. I mean, now we're. I know people are going to call approaching us the audience of our our There's, parents. The yeah. view from the rock at gmail.com is going to be blowing up this weekend. I welcome it. Again, that's the view from the rock at gmail.com. That's true. Um, if you send it to the view from the rock, there won't be any response because that doesn't exist. I don't believe that. I mean, it doesn't exist as of the recording of this show. Okay. I'm going to see what happens. It's going to exist tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be a shadow account. Um, Burner. We, <laughs> yeah. We are moving on to our beer of the week. Our beer of the week is the lateral A Juicy Bold IPA by Single Hill Brewing in Yakima, Washington. Did I pronounce that right? Lateral A? Correct. What and it's mean? also um, was given to us by Merle. So would you say that the beer of the week is sponsored by Merle? Yes. Oh, you know, we should have we should have started with that. Yeah. It's a miss. That's all right. Jeff, we have to force him to listen so he doesn't care. <laughs> Just giving him a little plug. So you ready? This is a seven percent ABV, forty IBU. What does IBU stand for again? Mm, for everyone who's listened to the show ever, I think we say international bitterness units, and uh, IBU is not directly correlated to perceived bitterness. It is some measure, I believe, of <clears throat> I. Honestly, I don't even know how they do it, but I, I know I read that somewhere that it might be a lower IBU sometimes, but you could perceive greater bitterness. So not always exactly what makes it feel bitter. So one person's perception of bitter might be different than another's, but there is a standard Correct. by which we create the IBU. And I would say it's a, there's nothing else to go off of to figure out really whether it's bitter or not, other than if you've tasted it. So it's a good place to start. So when I look at this beer, when it says lateral A, and then it says bold IPA, when you look at the beer, it doesn't look bold, like the physical color. Can you, for me, explain where you're seeing this beer? Because mine is in a can. Um, I actually poured a little for oh, our guest host. There it is. Yes. That doesn't look like a bold IPA. No, but it is a beautiful color. Looks like a nice golden pilsner. And there's some translucency, so it's not a hazy. So this is a juicy IPA. A deli This is from uh, Single Hill Brewing, and we're going to actually go there in December. Yep, we have a basketball uh, trip planned, and we are staying right next to the Single Hill Brewery. In Yakima. Funny how that December works. December 28th. And 29th. A delicious daydream of tangerine and orange creamsicle experimental hop flavor. Lateral A Road leads to the heart of the Yakima Valley 2019's hop growing region. Now, can we say that Yakima Valley is the hop leader of the world? You know, I actually have a cousin who is a chemist. A hop chemist? A hop chemist. Wow. Is he hip? Hip hop? Hippity hoppity. Uh, so here, <laughs> okay. a little more about Single Hill. 
brewing. I think it, they're never heard of them. We take they take a science approach to brewing. American craft beer has been around for decades, and by understanding and implementing the lessons learned by those who came before us, we aim to brew efficient, sustainable, and of course, delicious beer. So back in 2020, we set out with our friends to brew a one-off IPA that showcased the innovative flavors of the new hops growing in the Yakima Valley. Lateral A has become a year-round favorite. So here you guys we, here to, we go. Yeah, you'll have to try it on the tap when you go there, see how it compares. Because we all know that certain beers in a can could be awful. I've heard that. Yeah, sometimes people will say that it's better there at the brewery and then they'll get it canned and give it to someone else and claim that it's it's bad because it was in the can. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. This one is pretty darn good. It's really, I, I don't know how else to describe it. I don't mean this in a bad way, but skunky. You know, like if you smell it, it's got a lot of... It's dank. Thank you. Dank. It, it But... Dank. It you. is good. I mean, I just... It blows me... I, I just don't understand the... The, maybe the bold is the dank. Would you say that it's jaw-dropping? Wow. Uh, this pause in our show is because Jason's having to get the list closer to his eyes. It's He's, blindsiding. This is this is the list of words that you can use instead of amazing. Yeah. I would <laughs> say... Stupefying. I'm a bit flabbergasted at the amount of hops that it, I perceive in my mouth. The the hop taste in there is conspicuous. An interesting use of that it's word. It's striking. Okay. It is striking, yeah. Hmm. It's unthinkable that they could get this many hops into the beer. So I said this on a beer earlier. Um, I forget which one it was. I think it was one of the fresh hops maybe we had from Bellingham. I like it, but I find it fatiguing on my palate. And after having one of these... I wouldn't either need a break or have something a little mellower. I just don't know that I could I have multiple of these? Yes. Is that what I would choose? I'm not sure. It has a taste that is very distinct. It is a taste that I would describe as good. But I think I too, if I drank five of these consecutively, would get a little bit tired of the taste. You'd get tired after five. Well, <laughs> <laughs> There's I'm not. saying I'm saying after one, I think I would be tired of the taste. Well, you know what? We'll find out next month. <laughs> it's a good beer. So and Untapped gives it a 4.1. I would agree with that. And yeah. there's yeah. there were 600 reviews. So they've only been around three year, three three to four years. But I just don't remember them. Like last year, you know what's the one. Uh, the bit, the one that's always there, that's famous, the brewery in Yakima, Bale Breaker. Yeah. Uh huh. But I, because uh, I went there last year. But this is, Merle was just raving about Single Hill. This is this is a good beer. Have we had Bale Breaker on the podcast? Or we have it? not. They're a great brewery. We need to have them on at some point. Well, unless there are more. Um, adjectives you'd like to use to describe this beer i have a couple more thoughts on this okay. beer tell um, me one is it does not seem too bitter can you tell me where it is on the ibu scale i can it is 40, 40. out of 100 
So low to mid. Yeah. You know that nice meaty part of the scale where a lot of beers probably live between yeah. 40 and 60? And then a question for you, Mr. Morgenthaler. What would you pair this with? Oh. You know, I I think this is this could be like maybe a beer in May or June. But uh so does that mean you're pairing it with like some fish? Maybe a good appetizer. I was thinking a nice nacho. Oh. Okay. A good appetizer. Yeah. I, I think you need something greasy with this to help sort of as a through line. Don't you think this would be good with like a nice uh carne asada nacho? I was thinking something steaky. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on board with that. Maybe a fajita? Steak Ooh. fajita? When's the last time you've had a steak fajita? It's been a while and it's been too long. But I can bet that I'm going to have some turkey fajitas sometime in the next few days. Now, the one thing also I would like to add is that sometimes we pour these into a glass, and this time we are not. And so that was, I just, that's my ultimate error for me. I never drink a dar- or an IPA out of a can. You kind of want to let it breathe, especially with all of that uh, concentration of hops. I feel like, you know. Maybe that's the dank. I think it has that character. But I think that out of the can is probably emphasized, I would imagine. Except for uh, one other beer that we had before on a previous podcast. The, the black, That Blackberry Wheat? Whatever that beer was is an absolute zero. Sorry, Tara. Love but, you. But not this one's not an absolute No, zero. this is a one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like it was danky as well? No? So... Our guest, guest Ross, uh, drinking out of the glass. Merle um, Ink glass. Merle Ink glass, custom homes. Um, yeah, he didn't feel the dank as well. So that could be it. So our on the next podcast, our beer of the week is going to be a sampler, and we have glasses. Also from Single Hill? Correct. I wonder if Sing- Single Hill is on the social medias. We're going to have to tag. I'm going to have Reese tag him. Sounds good. Shout out to Reese, my niece, Morgenthaler, helping out with the socials. Yeah. Um, we ready for top three Thanksgiving foods? Oh, man. I've been looking forward to this all year. I have been, too. This, this we, might be our magnus opus. Can we start out with the question? The question is, what is your top three Thanksgiving foods, or what constitutes a Thanksgiving food? Well, we have an important question that's going to determine my top three. And so, then maybe the mailbag can help answer it. Is gravy a food? You know, I think that you're welcome to present your list to us sans gravy and with gravy. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not going to include gravy on any of my lists. I like gravy, but for me, it feels pretty much like a condiment. I wish I would have grown up in the era where people would have gravy in a gravy boat at every meal, including breakfast. So when you think about like the last time we hosted a big <clears throat> holiday tradition, my dad and my uncle Mike, they have gravy from the turkey and they have ham gravy. Ham gravy? Yes. 
Tell me and about my that. wife and my mother-in-law were astounded. They're like, what the, what is going on here? So they what is had, ham gravy? They had to have it. It's just leftover from the ham. Ham drippings? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the then they make it, make a little ham gravy. So is it a similar color? Is it a white it's sweeter gravy? maybe? Okay. I don't know. Maybe has a little Never bit of Never hurt. A... Like they, they were. Well, depending on what you have your ham like if it's glaze, yes. you could have that glaze. Oh, that on could the be bottom. big time. That could be. That's almost like I could see a maple brown sugar gravy. That's big. Yeah, it, and it would taste almost like bacon as well. Yeah, that's because like a ideal breakfast pork. gravy. Yeah. That sounds really good. Wow! Wow! <laughs> uh, does anyone want to lead us into this? I'm gonna go. I'll start off. If that's okay. Do it. Yeah. So my number three, and I don't even know what this is called, but it was introduced to our family by Mr. Ruck Dashel. Uh, we had a Friendsgiving in the year of our Lord, 2019. Yeah, it was sort of a COVID Thanksgiving a bit. I think it was pre-COVID. Was it? Well, if it was We were at then, Josh's. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, and yeah. he brought a dish with Brussels sprouts, my least favorite fruit food as a kid. And... It had Brussels sprouts swimming in a just magical elixir of heavy cream, Gruyere, and multiple other cheeses. And I think maybe scallions or onions or something like that. Yeah. And it's... So now we've we've made that every year. Really? Yeah. It's... <sighs> it was breathtaking. It was. It it's, was so good. It's unbelievable to think something like that could taste so good. Um, definitely is not for the faint-hearted and could really do some work on your system if you're there's, not careful. There's a lot going on there that could be what some people refer to as a catalyst. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but it's worth it. It's staggeringly good. It's really good. Yeah. Okay, my number three, it's just how you cook. Um, it's tur- I like turkey, and it's just, we, we cook the turkey on a Weber, indirect heat. It's almost like smoked, but it's super moist, and it's the dark meat. It's amazing. How many coals do you use? I don't know the exact number. I know the number for... A nice king fillet is 27 on each side for 46 minutes. But I don't know the exact for the turkey because we keep adding them. Yeah. Because it's, you know, four hours, depending on the size. Yeah. Um, You know, I grew up my whole life with a dry turkey. Rest in peace, Grandma. But it was awful. (laughs) I mean, just the boatload of gravy that we had to use. And everyone complained. So finally, hey, after like, I think it was 1998, my dad and my Uncle Mike said, sorry, we're cooking the turkey, Grandma. And never again was we had a dry turkey. Uh, So hey, a very very well-cooked turkey, you don't need gravy. So, um, listeners, are you guys you heard right? some laughing in was the it background? That, was it that funny? Jason just straight-faced disrespected his uh, his grandmother. 
R.I.P. And everyone lost it in the studio, and he's just staring at us, not laughing. That was a good time. It's 100% true. Yeah. yeah. Don't hide your truth. Um, so I have a follow-up question about your Weber turkey thing. There's got to be a limit to the size, or do you have a giant Weber? No, a limit. Okay. I would say... 16 to 18 pounds. Is that, is that breast up or down? <laughs> That's breast up. <laughs> the rest of the studio is just losing. <laughs> Swap can't handle himself right now. <laughs> we, we may need to reach out to medical experts at this point. <laughs> this is a first. <laughs> now they're making me. <laughs> All right. So you're number three, Rock? Yeah. Um, I have a tie at number three. I also really enjoy the creamed uh, Brussels sprouts. However, um, I put uh, mashed potatoes in gravy. <laughs> do we need a break? <laughs> no, we do not need a break. I'm getting through this. We're um, good. <laughs> I just can't. There are people crying <laughs> right now. There are people awkward. crying. <laughs> okay so mashed potatoes that's my number three with gravy you gotta have gravy on it now i would say i feel like when i make the mashed potatoes i really like them but there are some years where the mashed potatoes are dry and not um buttery enough and then you can easily in my opinion have really terrible mashed potatoes versus like my number one and two even bad versions of my number one and two are still really good. So your mashed potatoes, are they whipped? So or are they what's that? Mashed. Potato masher. Yeah, potato masher. So I, for, <laughs> <laughs> So for the oh recipes that you guys I, are terrible. <laughs> the recipes that I use for it comes from Serious Eats and I, there's a real specific way you have to do it because if you do it wrong, you'll release a lot of starch and it'll make it gluey to where it's almost like strings together. Do you use cream? I use cream, butter. Um, sometimes I like to throw some cream cheese in there, some garlic, some chives. But, you know, if you're going to be putting gravy on it, you don't have to put all that stuff in it. Um, so definitely butter and cream uh, ends up going in there. Right. My number two... Uh, stuffing, I know, and so and stuffing can be take on a variety of forms, but with the uh, Jimmy Dean sage sausage in there, um, <clears throat> but with gravy on top. And then, do you do like breadcrumbs? Yeah, really, breadcrumbs yeah. on top. No, just breadcrumbs for the. Oh, some people. I mean, they actually do a little stovetop and then. I like stovetop stu- stuffing. Stuff it's it. it's not you know it's not my yeah yeah but the the everything from scratch yes yeah so then everything from scratch when you say breadcrumbs do you mean like you take a loaf of bread no when I say scratch we are we're buying the pre crumbed bread but it's not stovetop stuffing so like the Miss Cubison that one yeah where it's just all yeah. the okay yeah all right. My so number, I feel like our, our top three might be the exact same. Well, we, <laughs> my number two is mashed potatoes with butter. Oh. And so I grew up, my mom makes an amazing mashed potato, and it's whipped. Like, um, So we used to make a boat and then put a little circle in the middle mm. and then add the butter. 
mm-hmm. in the middle. And then you'd eat around the outside until the butter like seeps through. Oh, yeah. And then you just put it all together. Nice. Lots of butter. I like that visual. So, yeah, we don't do that with the butter. We just add it in earlier when we are uh, whipping it. Uh, so, yeah, number two for me, sausage stuffing. Um, I think we even use the same Jimmy Dean uh, sausage. I don't know if we use the sage. Um, I actually made some recently that I use the sage, Jimmy Dean, and then instead of getting the the crumbs like we're talking about, the cubes, <laughs> don't, don't look at me. <laughs> I... <laughs> I can't look hey, at nice swap. to see your face, Rock. I cannot. You look never at swap. do this. This is the first time this has happened. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, he's looking at me while he's talking. <laughs> well, yeah, sorry. Okay, that's fine. Um, I made sausage sausage stuffing in muffin tins. Ooh. So you oh. make it all ahead of time, and I actually took bread and cooked it at a low temperature in the oven so that it dried out instead of letting it go stale. And so then you mix it all together like you normally would. And when you put it in the muffin tins, you get a lot more crisping surface mm-hmm. area. And then you can also do it handheld. So you just have a nice little muffin stuffing that you can walk around and eat. So who doesn't love walking and eating at the same time? And can you like pre-make those and freeze them? I bet you could. Yeah. I don't see why not. I don't either. So my number one. Don't do it. Leftovers. Oh, that's a good. Oh, does that count? Oh. Turkey soup. Turkey pot pie, turkey sandwiches. My yes. dad makes an amazing turkey soup. Oh. So the the oh, the last five or seven years, maybe, I've been in charge of uh, cutting the turkey up. And so I always leave a lot on there and then just throw everything in a garbage bag. And then my dad takes it home and makes an amazing turkey soup. Yeah, you can take that carcass and throw it in a pressure cooker. And you've got a nice base there that you can do a lot of things with. Throw in the pre-made noodles or homemade noodles. So leftovers is my number one. Friday for me, it's like... And you're hosting. Everybody's gone now. And you get all the leftovers. And there's football on. And I'm going to have some me time with (laughs) whatever I want to have from the fridge. It's like round three and four. Yeah. So for my lefting, uh, leftovers, I like to get some stuffing and put it into the waffle maker and get that nice and crisped up. And then I put that down on the bottom of the plate and I throw, you know, maybe a little mashed potatoes, turkey, gravy. But then I like to make a couple eggs over easy oh, and pile that on rock. top. I do the same thing. I take Big stuffing, time. I put it in the pan, I get it all crispy on yep. one side, yep. and then I throw eggs over it and sriracha. Yeah, sriracha. That's big. Sriracha. Do you know, Jason, do you know what sriracha is? I do. You um, had it before? I have tried it before. Okay. When I got here today, my core temperature was about 119 degrees because I just had some fried rice with sriracha before I came here. That's probably why we couldn't stop laughing. I will never have sriracha again in my life. I mean, we, we're going to go through this on a different podcast, but A1 is spicy for me. Yeah, we need to so do... So is barbecue sauce. We need to do top three condiments or top three hot sauces so we can see like... Your top hot sauce or like on your scale of one to 10, what is a 10 for heat for you? Would be um, like won't go LJ's salsa. A lot of napkin dabbing for you with LJ's salsa. Uh, Yes. My head uh, underneath my eyes, like a lot of sweating. Yeah. A lot of droplets. 
But I'm just amazed at what you said about I'm going to do this this weekend with the with uh, the stuffing Ooh. on the waffle maker. No, people that's al- bewildering to me. Oh, people always leave. You know, you you do, and it's they should they should leave with food. Everybody that comes over should leave. Does with, that happen? As, as they do it, they it does, and it should. People should leave. But every time I see a little bit of stuffing go out of my house, it's it's like a tiny little death. Oops. Um, Bad pour. I agree. By the way, Sriracha is back in the store. I've heard that. Really? I thought yeah. you were saying like the old bottle is gone. It's it's the bottle looks the same, but a friend of the podcast, Mister Johnson, was saying that they're using a different pepper now. Yeah, that's what he told me as well. I don't know that I could tell a difference in the flavor. Could I you? couldn't either. I tasted the same to me. Yeah. So my number one is uh, homemade dressing. So oh. You call Homemade it dressing? stuffing. No, well, some like my mom's side called it dressing. Mr. Flynn calls it dressing. Yeah. It's funny, you know, if you're gonna have it made on the side, not inside the bird, it seems like it should be called dressing. You're dressing the bird with it. But if it's stuffing, then it would go inside the turkey, maybe. I'm speaking con- uh yeah. off the cuff there. So it's sausage, but my my mom my dad's side. My grandma would make two different types of stuffing and the sauces and then an oyster. Oh, have you, yeah. Have you have. ever got that? Yep. So do you use like canned oysters for that or fresh? Canned. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, I've had that. And or smoked oysters. I think, I think it's canned, okay. but I never, I always didn't, when I was growing up, didn't eat that, but there were two different types. Do you think the oyster thing is something that is like specific to our region? I think it might be generational. I wonder if it is because I I have had that from time to time. I mean, it's good. You know how many times my dad growing up had clam fritters for dinner just because they didn't have a lot of money. Yeah, and they hunted and fished, so like all of that. I mean, if you were late to dinner, you didn't have dinner. Yeah. There was nothing left. Love a good clam fritter. That's a zero for me. Really? Yeah, that's the only thing I I don't like. We do a clam patty where they grind it up and nope. no. Same I thing. I don't like clams. So you just owe clams in general. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a clam guy. I love seafood except for that's the only thing I won't. Really? I don't like. Never have. I'll be damned. It's weird. You know that you can't have a bad experience when you're young with like the gristle, and sometimes there'll be sand if depending on or how the you, stomach, like something. Yeah. Ha- yeah, but just never. I mean, my gr- amazing clam fritters. Yeah, I mean, I should probably regroup and try again. You probably should. Yeah. So we cut you off. You're dressing. That's it. That's. I'm good. That's it. So a, another word. We have a new listener. Uh, Zayden's mom, Laura, who is currently in Mexico City, her word is amazeballs. So that was... I didn't my, see that on the list. It was not, but I just thought of it. She That that stuffing that we have is amazeballs. <laughs> I feel like that is um, still in the family of amazing, right? But it's different. Like it just takes it to another level, and it's all capital letters. Of course, it would be. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say anything derogatory about people who say that. So, moving on to number what? one, 
Um, green bean casserole. Oh, yeah. What are we saying? Green bean casserole. Love it. That's been my job to make that for probably the last 25 years of my life when I go to my parents' house. The You started the, making that when you were 13? Or younger. Or 10. Younger, maybe. Really? Uh, yeah. So the ingredients are always, when I get to my parents' house at this point, set out on the counter for me with what I'm going to cook it in. And I start making it, even though I've made it for the last 25 years, and they put all the things out there for me that I need, they will start asking me if I'm doing it correctly, of course. Because that's just what it means to cook food in your parents' house. Yeah. They always want to know if it's being done the right way. So when are you going to do that tomorrow? <sighs> so we'll probably have like a 1 o'clock Thanksgiving meal. We normally do late afternoon. Uh, so that means I'll probably get over there 11, 12. So it's 1 o'clock a late afternoon? I mean, that's when we intend to, and it always ends up being pushed back. So can I ask yeah. what you put in the green bean, green bean casserole? So <clears throat> canned green beans. Um, soy sauce, salt, pepper, mushroom gravy, um, and fried onions. Mix all that together, reserve some fried onions, and then pour that over the top. I think there's milk in there as well. Do you do your own fried onions or do you do the like the turkey? Um, I I don't yeah, we don't make any of this stuff at that time. It's all canned stuff. Yeah. 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 The French's French onions. I How think. would you like some of uh Papa's garden green beans? Sure. I don't know if it would be better or not. Like that's next year. It's a it's a sacred concoction of things that together is something greater than they are in their own. So I only have green bean casserole at Thanksgiving and it's it's on my list. <clears throat> it's maybe three A. Like if you didn't have number one, which includes everything. So it would be number cheating. four. So it would be number three if you moved everything up and got rid of leftovers. Yeah. And you know, one of the great things about leftovers, though, is you have green bean casserole maybe in the same container as stuffing, and then you heat it up, and you can't tell where one begins and one ends, and it doesn't even matter. No. It just all combines on the plate. It's just magic. I'm going to apologize to both of you. That's Green bean casserole is a zero for me. Never had it until, like, a couple years ago. I'm going to be honest. I was never, ever in... The Morgenthaler Oz Thanksgiving Christmas. So since you brought up zeros, can we talk about our least favorite Thanksgiving foods? Yes. Let me just say I'm happy that you're a zero because I always find that there are far too many people who eat the green bean casserole compared to the amount that gets made. And so the more that's left for me, oh, for leftovers, the better. So Kelly, my wife, is a big green bean casserole in Hawaii and she made it last year. Yeah. And brought home 98% of it. She ate 2% of it. I I mean I gave it a try. It's it's eh texture is weird. No, is I mean one? it's just I mean there's so much more that I want to eat. I can I can I can appreciate like, that. Like so I yeah. mean I would just do a little, you know, spoonful. spoonful. Yeah. Yeah. But I, okay. What about you guys? We didn't talk about. Do you guys like a good candied yam? Well, speaking of, or we're a gonna sweet t- potato. We're going to talk about our top three worst. I think. So you of. think that's, that's your worst? Oh, it's the thing that I will always leave behind. Yeah, yams. No, Me thank too. You. And the, back to the leftovers. Inevitably, I'll get a plate of leftovers that I'm really looking forward to, and I'll have a bite of what I think is stuffing because everything's kind of brown, and it's yam. Oh. 
You know, oh, oh me. Oh. No, have you, I have don't, you had that happen before? No, because I do not let them combine all of that into one thing. We, we separate. I don't. That. Yeah. I forgot about something that what? probably would have been in my top three. What? Homemade rolls. Oh. My aunt, Jill, would make and wrap homemade rolls. Mm. So we do the leftover turkey sandwiches and the homemade rolls. Oh. And the homemade rolls go fast. Yes. So And we were only allowed to have one Ooh. before everyone got one. And then as growing up, before you could have another. And just butter all over them. Oh. You'd open it up and then butter. And steam's coming out. You know, oh we were God. never a homemade roll family. I don't know why. And um, she also made homemade bread. Like, oh, it was so good. So my one of my worst is, uh, like, you ever had a gobbler at Ghirardelli? Yeah. Never going to have one. With Cram- cream cranberry cheese. sauce? Is Cram- that the problem? Cranberries. Mm. Cranberry sauce, cranberries. So, cranberry sauce? Hate it. What? A- that includes the, like, the gelatinized one out of the can? I actually like that one more than I like homemade. Agreed. I just want it straight out of the can, jiggling on the plate. I can still see the rings from the <laughs> can that it yeah. was in. You yep. know what? That's, that's straight <laughs> National Lampoons. <laughs> Which is a great movie. Oh, you saw it? Yes. Uh-oh, what are okay. you doing right now? I'm just <laughs> imitating the... Uh, <laughs> I'm imitating <laughs> what that looks like on a table, jiggling around. Okay. Saw it the first time. Thank you. Very gelatinous. I think there's a lot of pectin in there. Yeah. Our, I, I'm our, a big fan. Our guest today God. knows a lot about pectin. <laughs> um, yeah, I love to just kind of throw little bits of that on everything. It's a little flavor explosion of sweet tartness. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it, but I, I know the purpose is because generations have eaten dry turkey. It's true, and that's so you need the cranberry because it's the only thing that can get the dry turkey down. That the gravy, the though, gravy is what the gravy, the gravy for me. And there's not, there's, you cannot make enough gravy. That's true. Yeah. Hey, do you ever use the giblets in the gravy? I was just having this conversation with my dad and mom the other day. I yes. think if I had to choose, I would choose giblet gravy. Yeah. But I'm fine with either. That was what I thought. I like the giblets. Yeah. Now, the what are the giblets? Is that just like neck meat, basically? Uh, organ meat. Organ. So meat? you got hearts and kidneys and things. Okay. And you but know you chop it up. You do, right? and yeah. if you have enough of it, you know it could eventually lead to gout. <laughs> There's a lot of things I feel like that could lead to gout at this time in our lives. So how about uh, an appetizer? On Thanksgiving, Christmas, that I cannot stand is olives. Ooh. I love olives. Black olives, awful. Remember, as a kid, you'd put them. The, uh, everyone mm. would put them on their fingers, and they do this, and then they just eat them. Yeah. I love black. Absolute olives. zero. Why is it that there's a jar of olives at every Thanksgiving? That's the question. I don't understand why you have the pickled tray of random well, things. See, I love gherkins and pickles. <sighs> I love gherkin. Yeah, uh, green olives. Black olives. I love a good sweet pickle. Yeah. I also just find it funny that you would ever need an appetizer when you're about to just dive into this plate that is almost bursting beyond the borders of the plate that 
rises about three inches above where the sea level is on the plate. I know. And then you've covered it in gravy. But do you want to know what we have going on tomorrow night? My sister-in-law is making a dip for after dinner for the Seahawk game. <laughs> and that's going to be... Kayla? Because I'm with you. Appetizer Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's she making? A dip. Well, what kind? I don't know. I think it's a surprise. Ooh. Buffalo chicken. That'd be nice. You know, Romney makes a great <laughs> buffalo chicken. She does. She makes a great buffalo chicken. Kayla makes a pizza dip. Oh, that oh. sounds really good. It's good. But at Thanksgiving, you know, you're not eating a lot of dips, but I think tomorrow could be an exception. I think halftime of the Seahawk game. So, Ruck. There's yeah. going to be dips. If you've never been to a Hawaii Christmas or Thanksgiving. No. There are appetizers. Wow. Poo-poos. Yes. There are five of these tables set up. Yeah. And if you're not watching right now, we have a table set up, and there are five of those. Yes. <laughs> kind of like our... Sure. <laughs> it, so, it's breathtaking when you walk in and see the amount of food. I'm sure it's staggering. Yeah. So I, my problem with that would be I would be so full just from eating those things that then I every year I always say to myself... I'm going to have less in my Thanksgiving meal and make sure that when I get to the pie portion oh. or the dessert portion that I'm going to enjoy it. And every single year, I feel like I took less and I'm just as full. I don't understand. What's the it's an eight hour, behind It's that? an eight-hour tour in Hawaii when, you're, <laughs> when you go on that. You're eating, you, you take a break, you eat. Yeah. And when everyone leaves, like Swap said, you know, you not certain places over here like they host so they think they get all the leftovers in hawaii they make plates of every single food that's left over and every person takes home everything i'm doing a mac and cheese tomorrow oh yeah that's part of thanksgiving yeah see i've never been a part of mac and cheese in thanksgiving ever mac and cheese belongs at every meal so not in your top three though no, just not as traditional. Just a solid four, a See, solid I would contributor, a role player. So I was told by um, my TA today that they were not having turkey at their Thanksgiving, that macaroni and cheese was their favorite dish at Thanksgiving, and said they were having chicken sandwiches instead of turkey. I don't know. I think that that is that's so cutting what, edge stuff. But what about Christmas? That's a ham or it's a prime rib. Those are the okay, options. Okay, well, so we're doing something different this year. Okay. We're doing um, the Morgie Salmon Barbecue. You guys Christmas. normally don't do that? Never. Because we actually caught a lot of fish this year. Gotcha. <laughs> so my dad used to give out smoked salmon to every relative as a gift for Christmas. And they, they didn't want anything else. And it was just like that day even. It was, it's amazeballs. Love so it. turkey, I can understand why people wouldn't do it. But turkey is the source of so many good leftovers. Yeah. The turkey soup. The turkey gravy. And, you know, How it's about the a protein, turkey sandwich? A turkey yeah. sandwich. It's the protein that you need in there. I'm not saying it's like healthy or anything like that but like you you can't have everything full of flavor 
you've got to have something that's just a little bit toned down that can yeah. help absorb and create a different texture. You got to have the tryptophan so you can take a half hour nap. Well, I'm going to take that regardless. I think turkey is to us what the gray whale is to the macaw. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh my God! On I, 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 I'm going to start laughing hysterically. Yeah, on that note, I'm looking uh, at someone right now who right is now. who can't handle himself. Hey, we would like to thank Ross for joining us today. Yes, salute to Ross. I think. Do I we think have another, he gives it a one. Do we have another episode in? in we us? do. Yeah, we're, we're going to do a double. We're going to do a double episodes. Um, next up after this in part two. Uh, we are going to be talking about our top three pies. Uh, in addition, uh, our musical genre is greatest albums, which I we, think we, is going to take an hour. Well, we just said that TV theme songs was going to get us destroyed by our listeners in our email, uh, theviewfromtherock at gmail.com. You said, said rock, rock again. again. Oh, my God. You've had like seven errors today. I get a zero? Yeah. I don't even know what they are. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> practicing our time of the year where we're really thankful for everything. Um, and then we're going to have a little beer of the week sampler from one brewery. So that's what we have coming up next. Uh, reminder, you can listen to our podcast on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. See you soon. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>